and we are recording and I can edit so don't worry I'm gonna, like it's not live it's I'm just recording <laughs> okay here we go um, welcome to On the Line. I'm Jenny Robb with USTA Alabama, and uh, we are celebrating Tennis Month. And um, today I um, am so excited to have Travis and Tanner DeVar-Laban here with me um, from Auburn. And um, Tanner, I want to start with you. So you are about to graduate from high school. Is it Auburn High School? Is that right? Yes, yes. And you graduate on Thursday? Mm -hmm. Yes. This, this is a pretty big, <laughs> pretty big yeah. moment. Yeah, that, that marking that that benchmark in time. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about your tennis journey up until this point. Um, when did you start playing tennis? Since I could hold a racket, really. But I started <laughs> playing tournaments when I was 10, I would say. The orange courts, the 60-foot courts. Okay, okay. So you, you came up in the era of the low compression balls and the shorter courts then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And was that something that was just normal or was it something that you had to kind of adapt to? No, I was used to it because me and my dad used to just go rally balls all the time, the orange balls, see how long I could rally for, working on consistency and stuff like that at a young age. So I think that really helped me on the court. So. Oh, my goodness. You know, there is something about just hitting a ball back and forth. <laughs> um, I mean, I remember uh, – uh, we had a little brick house that I grew up in and in the backyard, there was a space and I would just hit against that wall for hours. There was something just about just the rally, like you said, that just, uh, it's good. It's good. So um, you then were part of your school team. Um, so how, how was being a part of your school team? Um, I started in seventh grade. I was on JV and then eighth grade. I went to varsity. And I was on there for Auburn High for four years on the varsity team. It was a great experience. It helped me grow, not just as a student, but also as an athlete, obviously, playing for the team. I made a lot of good connections with my teammates that I'll hang on to for the rest of my life, making all those memories playing. So it was good. Got a lot of good matches, too. It was good match play during the season. And always state was always fun, even though it didn't really go the way we wanted it to. But <laughs> We fought as hard as we could, so it was overall a great experience for me. So preparing me for college tennis, it'll help a lot in the team atmosphere, I would say. So, you know, there is something special about um, the team atmosphere, and um, I, I just got to throw in, you know, when I first started five years ago with USTI Alabama, um, your dad <laughs> uh, helped me so much in, in the role with junior team tennis. And, you know, we've had the junior team tennis state championships there in Auburn at Yarbrough Tennis Center for, for many years now. And um, I just, uh, Travis, I can't thank you enough for how much you've helped me with your extensive background with junior team tennis, whether it was in Bainbridge Georgia or, you know, what you've done here in Alabama. Um, so Travis, if you would for a moment, just um, speak to what makes playing tennis, which is always billed as, you know, this individual sport, which it is, um, but taking that individual tennis into the team play, um, you know, we heard some really, really great words from Tanner there, but, but uh, tell, us, tell us about your experience with team tennis. Yeah, I mean, you know, unfortunately, I had, we didn't really have team tennis and travel, you know, so 
I was pretty much, we had some people. That's that where you grew up? You're from Prattville? Yeah, Prattville, Alabama. You know, that's where I first started, I guess you would say, seeing a team atmosphere in my ninth grade. And then I went to a tennis academy at 10th grade. So I hung around six other people for about six months. So I, I consider that my group uh, because we made some connections there. And so, uh, but we were competing against each other and we were from all parts of the United States at that time, so. And what academy was that? Where were you? Uh, that was Jorge's uh, Edgewater Beach International Tennis Academy. Oh, wow. What a great, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and he was my first mentor really in a sense of uh, taught me how to train and, and just hanging some people. We had the number one guy from the East uh, that went to Brown. We had another guy that went to Ohio State had another guy there who was trained with the Ole Miss. So I kind of started seeing some other players that we trained with. And then my best friend, Brett Gould, he uh, went there with me. So, but then I went to Jeff Davis, uh, you know, um, and we got number two in the state. And that was when Mountain Brook, I think, was won many, many times. In Montgomery. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The Montgomery Academy was, you know, there. And uh, we got second in the state. We, we could, uh, that's where our team, uh, my first real team uh, experience, I'm going to be in a high school team. Uh, unfortunately, our number two player had to move back to Chicago that year. Oh. Well, I ended up playing number one doubles with a sixth player. And then uh, we lost by two points. And so oh. yeah, it's like, uh, and so if we could have won probably just one more doubles, whatever. We So I, I told Tanner, you know, I've been there. I've been close. I told him the other day. Uh, being a part of a team, you know, when you lose, you still have those connections. And uh, so Jeff Waring, the uh, director at, uh, he has a state championship with the, and, and Jeff Davis, he was on that team, another person, he ended up playing at Huntington College. Um, so, and some of those, I just have those friendly connections. I can meet them now and we can still have a good time talking about our past, uh, but we don't really stay connected as well anymore. But uh, we do see each other every now and then online. Well, you know, I think that speaks to just the community that tennis uh, provides as an opportunity. It's not that you have to stay in touch all the time, but it's a community that's always there. Um, I mean, I know just in, in my own life when I've moved to different places, whether it was, you know, I spent time um, in New York and, and Nashville and Atlanta, and it was one of those things that when I moved somewhere and you don't know anybody, but then all of a sudden you play tennis, you immediately have uh, this, this group of um, like-minded people that also love, love tennis. And so you, you immediately have that community. So it's just something extra that tennis offers, especially um, in the team format. Um, so Tanner, coming back to you, um, you know, Competing in junior tournaments, um, so you're you're for yourself. You're you're playing your ranking. You have your goals. Um, was it was it always a goal to play college tennis, or was that a goal that sort of evolved over time? Yeah, it was always in the back of my mind about playing college tennis. I was always like I was on the fence about going to either Auburn for school or going to play college tennis, but I decided college tennis obviously because I felt like. I couldn't just stop now after I've been playing for this many years and having so much fun at it. I was like, I just can't stop now. So uh, that, is, that is so refreshing to hear. I mean, um, as a, as a fellow, a former college athlete, um, that last match was weird. It, it was weird to walk off the court and go, 
you know, that's that's the last time I'm gonna play for a school, represent a school, be part that's of this what team. It felt like for me on Auburn High when it was my last match, it didn't feel like it was over because felt like I'd been on the team forever for so many years. So, yeah. Which which really starting to play varsity as an eighth grader probably presented some of its own challenges, being the young guy and you know, just the social aspect with the older kids, um, you know, what, what was that like? I had to adjust a little bit, it being the small, probably the smallest kid on the team, but at least I grew some the next year, so <laughs> I didn't get bullied too bad, though, I would say. <laughs> it was really nice to me, so. Well, it that's was, good. It was all good. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that is wonderful. So, so you took that experience of feeling, um, you know, feeling what that last match for high school felt like, which is pretty intuitive, I got to say, for, for, you know, I mean, a, a, a young athlete. Um, so does that motivate you going forward to, to even, you know, appreciate being part of a team and being a scholar athlete um, as you go to college this fall? Yes, it, it makes me just want to soak it in even more when I go to college, just remembering all the matches and everything making sure I appreciate even the win, the wins and the losses, I guess, even though the tough <laughs> losses, I guess I got to learn from them, even though I hate losing. So, <laughs> Yeah. You know, we, we, those of us, uh, some of us uh, anyway, um, hate losing more than we love winning. <laughs> that's, that's, that's probably um, me. <laughs> I put myself in that category. Mm -hmm. um, so when you decided, you said it was always in the back of your mind that you wanted mm -hmm. to play college tennis. Um, what was the process like of visiting schools or talking to coaches, the recruiting process? What, what was that like? And, and Travis, love your, your input too, obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> His journey is a little bit like mine. I mean, uh, it's a little bit different though. Um, back then, you know, the coaches knew you only from like the nationals. And so you didn't have online, you didn't have, UTRs, you didn't have, you know, all this ranking. So the way I got recruited was, you know, it's a coach or two saw me at nationals and then I was in, you know, that severe car wreck. And so the coach that recruited me was the only one that stuck with me because he knew me just locally. And uh, Tanner, um, you know, all the coaches really look for is a number first. Uh, so the UTR are the uh, ranking and then they get to know the player maybe at the nationals whoever they want to go and see and watch play so they already kind of know what they're looking for and so you know tanner knew his utr and that's kind of what you know he got recruited by so he really got recruited by one coach and uh that's about it yeah just a and few D3, D3, yeah d3 schools mainly like huntington birmingham southern Basically, pretty much all the teams in Birmingham Southern's conference probably would have been. I got a few letters from Center and other uh, teams in the Southern Athletic Association Conference, I think it's called, or something like that. So but I decided to go with Birmingham Southern because I really like Jimmy Weineker. He came to come watch my matches like a year ago, I think. He was in Mobile, and he happened to be watching my match, and we just hit it off. I would say I really like his personality. I think we'll gel well together, so I'm excited about that. Well, Jimmy Weineker, um, you know, is, is, is sort of a legend <laughs> around the state of Alabama tennis and, and Southern in general. Um, you know, he is in the Alabama Tennis Hall of Fame, um, been a longtime coach here. And his, his 
sons played. I don't know if you know Jay, um, who's now also a pro here in Birmingham. But I think Jay played at NC State. Mm, I think so. Anyway, and then um, so you also have the connection with Jimmy through through you, Travis, because you and Jimmy were both um, on the junior competitive committee here for Alabama. Um, you know, you also are a legend in your own right. <laughs> so yeah, working yeah. with Jimmy on a coaching level versus now you're the parent, <laughs> how is that role going to be different? You know, it's so funny. I, I didn't reach out to any coaches. You know, I just let the system work. Um, I knew that, uh, you know, selling, selling my son and knowing where he could be or where he was. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it, it, he'll keep growing. And so, you know, Jimmy's going to be a good coach for him. I mean, and, and just having on-court coaching, you know, Tanner just didn't get that a lot. And so even around here, you know, practicing, didn't really have someone to, you know, hit strong with. So you could actually work on patterns and change of patterns and, and uh, what match play really was. So kind of like me here again, you know, not having match play at the higher levels um, really hurts you when you go off and play some people that have been better coached in a better environment. Um, but uh, Tanner's, you know, gotten better and better every year. So uh, from learning from failure, uh, from what to do and not to do, um, but it's just a longer process to do it that way. So. So going forward, Tanner, um, again, going back to the, the kind of paradox of tennis being an individual sport, but also a team sport, you have competed against some of the guys that you're now going to compete with. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how does that change, you know, mentally or emotionally when you've competed against these guys, you might be competing against them for a spot, you know, where you end up playing on the team and then who you're going to be playing doubles with. And so there's a lot that kind of goes into that versus you're competing for you, but then y'all are teammates so, so it is a bit of a paradox, but um, how, how does how do you kind of navigate that? Yeah, the challenge matches are always the the worst part. I would say about the team keeping it together, it's hard. But I think it'll it should all be fine there. I think it'll we'll just fill out the team. It'll just fall as the challenge matches go. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the being and I'll help him out on that one because yeah. just being a part of this environment here, watching Auburn grow, um, you know, we we have had more pros come and teach, and I've recruited some over the Auburn, and then with Francois and Sagahatchee and some other pros, you know, we have a good competitive system now that the challenge matches were tough, mm -hmm. and so it's just going to continue to rise. I think that put him in a position of leadership, you know, trying to keep the team unified, even though they're battling for spots. Um, it was tough this year. Uh, we had eight players, nine players that could have played top six, you know, so, so, uh, up there, you know, Jimmy's trying to get a couple more, you know, and, um, you know, just, to try to not just go to sectionals, but maybe go to nationals and so forth. So, um, it's tough out there, you know, in the three world, when you're trying to recruit in Alabama, which our numbers are just not as strong, you know, sometimes, but, but, uh, I think it, it definitely will be an addition to the team. With uh, and answer another question, you know, Halep and Dawson were pros, yeah. pros, uh, you know, sons. So uh, um, going into there, he competed against them a little bit before, and and so uh, and the one he just lost to, like Jay Wilson, I was just pulling up some tournaments from the past, and you yeah. played him in the tens orange ball, Jake Wilson. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
So and he just lost his last high school match to him, but he's yeah. going to Swanee. So yeah. they kind of just did the same pattern. Yeah. So yep, you'll 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 come across some of the same guys, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But you know, in continuing with the thought of the individualness in the team, I think there's something so compelling about you are trying to win your match, you know, mm -hmm. and win or lose, you come off and you're dealing with those emotions in the moment. But then at the same time, your team is still competing. And so you can shift into, you know, what's good for the team and cheering for your, your teammates. And so I just think there's so much more to it than going out and playing tennis um, that makes, a, you know, a scholar athlete so unique. And um, so, so how does being a scholar athlete, how do you think that's different from like you said, if you'd just gone to Auburn, which there's nothing wrong with just like yeah. going to Auburn and joining a fraternity and, you know, being the college guy, but you chose to um, pursue your tennis career and, and continue to be a student athlete. That's not the easy path. Yes, I really just wanted to keep growing as a player. And I think I still have time to improve my game because I'm so young. I'm only 17 right now. <laughs> in July so I still could have had a whole nother year of USTA if I chose to take a gap year so I think I still have more potential there that I can grow into and I like the aspect of aspect of school and tennis because it makes me want to push myself harder in both things at the same time keep my grades up and keep my tennis up it just keeps me busy and I, I like being busy I don't like being bored just sitting around so. <laughs> So, so how did COVID affect you? Because to be in your position and have this year sort of thrown all out of whack from a global pandemic, <laughs> yeah, that's probably not something that anybody is expecting as a, as a junior in high school. Um, what, what changed for you with, with COVID? Um, it kind of threw, threw off my workout routine because I used to go to a gym and then COVID came and that didn't really help out at all. So it made it more difficult to travel. Obviously, there were no tournaments to play. So I really just had to practice by myself in the meantime, because pretty much all of us did as juniors. There's no tournaments. So did the pros, I'm guessing, because all the tournaments were canceled at the time. So everybody really just went and practiced in their own quarantine bubble pretty much so it did did the thought cross your mind of where you draw your motivation to continue to work really hard even when there's fewer opportunities to play there's no tournaments you're not practicing things are canceled you know it would have been easy to just sort of yeah it, it was hard it was hard to keep going keep practicing it really was it made like I guess more lazy somewhat <laughs> well, being easy to just, yeah senior <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, so now going forward things are really getting back to normal so so what sort of schedule are you looking at um before you you move in um to to Birmingham Southern Yes, I'm still, I'm probably, I just played the qualifying, so I'm going to play Southerns coming up. And then we have a junior team tennis team here that I'm going to play on an advanced team. Great, great. Also, I'm going to probably stop playing like as much USDA tournaments, I would say more ITA, the mm -hmm. summer circuit for UTR, probably so, but still junior team tennis at the same time. So I'll have both of those to play during the summer. 
and then I'll move in to Birmingham Southern at the end of the summer. So nah, that's so exciting. <laughs> and you're you're rooming with a guy from Mountain Brook, Drew Gresham, yeah. yes. um, who you've grown up playing against in juniors. Yes. Uh, now you're going to be teammates and roommates. Um, so that's that's exciting. Um, so, so when you were going through the recruiting, was there anything that surprised you um, in the process? Um, not, well, not really. My recruiting process wasn't really like, oh, I don't know. It wasn't that complicated, really. Me and Jimmy just texted and then other <laughs> coaches would email me and stuff wanting to get me. They really just asked me to come for a visit if I wanted to. But I really just like Birmingham Southern so much. I really, there was nowhere else I really wanted to go. Any other D3. You, you like probably them. played on those courts before because some junior yeah. tournaments use those courts. Mm -hmm. So yes. now you'll just be returning and they're your home courts. Yeah, I really like the small, smaller school atmosphere because it's a private school and everything. And you can join a fraternity and play on the tennis team too. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. So Travis is, is you know, the, the, former college athlete and the, the pro um, and dad. Um, how are you balancing those roles? <laughs> I don't know. Just a lot of, a lot of memories, you know, just, you know, when I see him, he's, the path is a little bit different, but about the same, you know, um, you know, I was small town, moved around, um, got recruited by a lot and then went to one place where I knew I wanted to go to Auburn. I basically turned down, some visits because I said, Hey, I'm going to Auburn. I mean, it's like the Alabama or Mississippi state. They knew, you know, they knew I was an Auburn fan, but, and I had some other sec schools. I had all a lot of schools. So, um, I chose, but my wreck happened and I was about the same age as him. And so I went on one recruiting trip and, uh, I had, you know, I was still injured. Uh, it was a great time. You know, uh, Curtis, Curtis Hollinger, it was a great Alabama player. At the time, he was down there, and uh, he told the coach, you need to see this guy. Although he can't play this whole year, you need to see him. So I got recruited down there. So it really was back then, you know, whoever saw you play, you know, like it goes back to that. And uh, so you make that personal connection. So I think, you know, Tanner's made a great personal connection with Jimmy. I think um, he's made personal friends with everybody. Uh, Alabama's kind of even, you know, Tanner gives back a lot. He's playing the junior team tennis this year. But as far as me, you know, going to Auburn first um, and then, you know, just I went last weekend to see Mark Kessler. His dad's in the Hall of Fame. Um, El, uh, one of my buddies from El Salvador was there. That's the only thing Tanner's going to have a little bit different. They're not going to be as many international players on the team. Um, when I played at Huntington, when I transferred over, I, we still had international players because they had scholarships. So um, he's going to make some more American connections and some business connections and some friends from probably not as far away, but, you know, more in uh, the South, I would take it. Um, but uh, but he'll learn those, uh, you know, friends and just because um, I still have connections with my high school and tennis, you know, with and. I guess the most friends I've ever had is on tennis, right? So that's what I'm doing for a living. <laughs> I've done it for 35, 40 years now. Um, but junior team tennis is getting to play that this year just because we're having another advanced team here. I thought it would be good 
for them to maybe just try it. He's never been ever really play it because he's always been in the top 300 in the South. So, um, so he's going to be able to do that team atmosphere maybe for a little bit, but uh, no, just going forward. Um, Kyle just, just being a student athlete was tough. It's tougher nowadays. I mean, it's like, if you go to a big school, it pretty much owns you. I mean, you're going to be, you know, academically responsible. You got to give back to the community. You got to keep your GPA up. Um, you don't know if your scholarship is going to re be renewed. You don't know if uh, they're going to recruit above you at the, uh, you know, at the D3. I told him, I said, look, my mistake, I went to a big school and I ended up playing five, six, seven, trying to try to find my way back. I went to Huntington. I played at one and two. I didn't have, have anybody to push me. So I said, hey, look for a Tanner, look for a place where you can fit in about three or four. And so you can work on your game and not, you know. And mm -hmm. so uh, so I try to give him my wisdom of if you wanted to be a student athlete. Um, so and I think he likes the smallness of Auburn. It used to be small, but they're graduating <laughs> 663 yeah. kids. Wow. It's, wow. That's small. And he's in he's in the top hundred. You know, he's what? hundred in his class out of 600, you know, so. That's phenomenal. Congratulations. <laughs> so when we talk a little bit more about the, the student part of student athlete, um, it's still early, I know, but uh, do you have an idea what your focus of your studies might be? <laughs> I'm leaning towards business, but I still am not sure. At least I get that one or two years to declare my major. So I'm going to go in and fill out some classes and see how they go. But I'm leaning towards business. I just don't know what I want to go to in business right now. So any, any thought of uh, teaching some tennis along the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, I'll teach a few lessons here and there. <laughs> Uh, he's a good uh, communicator on you know what to give back and yeah. I mean he could he could teach now if he wanted to um, you know he's helping out with some of my students and I think it's a good also a good you know with being up in Birmingham yeah he took from Derek Tarr he, he's going to be with Jimmy so he'll have some avenues maybe to, to get some summer teaching in or at least be around some other people and so if he really wants to dabble in that you got to know a business if you're going to be in tennis too, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you just don't teach tennis anymore. You're either an admin, yeah. you know, you're doing uh, tournaments or, you know, you're not just doing one thing. Like I said, I'm, I'm slowly going back down to this <laughs> teaching tennis again, you know, <laughs> They're trying to keep me, I mean, we're doing more and more. So uh, we're, I mean, basically we're having 80 kids in the smallest level six this weekend. And just like on, I mean, it's like, so I've never had a tournament. Tennis has grown because of COVID. So um, to get back to COVID, I mean, uh, you know, some people didn't want to play those tournaments. As soon as tournaments opened, Tanner went to three or four in a row. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and, uh, so uh, he loves to battle now. So he doesn't have to worry about, you know, winning or losing as much. So, uh, Well, you know, going back to what you just said about, COVID and increased participation. So if we go to you, Travis, as you know, the professional now um, at the uh, Grand National Marriott there in Opelika, um, I know that it was shut down for a while initially, and then you had to readjust, but you offer pickleball there, you have tennis there. So you, you wear a lot of hats, so to speak. And so what, what was the COVID journey like um at, at the marriott 
<laughs> if you really want to know, I was called the, the king of the stripping around here. I was the stripper of the hotel. Okay. Okay. Tanner do that one time with me. You appreciate everybody that stays in a hotel should actually give tips. Still, they should actually respect how they take care of the linens and and and. But no, I mean that was tough. I mean, I had to do it for three months, five hours a day. I was doing essential work for the hotel. The other four or five, I was trying to make a living doing tennis on the side. And and uh, so pickleball was a means, tennis was a mean, golf course here was keeping us afloat. But April, we're, we're down. And so every, we started coming back in May and June. And then I finally didn't have to really strip as many beds in July. Uh, but on a weekend, they would fill, fill up. And so, but as far as, uh, you know, being outdoors, that really helped. Uh, the individualizing of tennis, you got back to like the singles ladder came back around here. Uh, Brad started the singles ladder. We had a lot of sing. I didn't do a lot of groups, so I got to be one-on-one with my players again. Um, so that helped out a little bit. So uh, you just managed the best you could. Um, the kids were, you know, the kids handled the situation, I think, better than some of the adults, of course. Um, you know, so... But uh, no, it was uh, it was uh, it was interesting to go. My life's always been you go down to come back up, and so that's what we were. I mean, we were number one in the brand here at Marriott the year before, uh, in our spa, top ten in the brand, and just overall three hundred sixty five properties. And then everybody just went down, and so now we're coming back again. So it's just a battle. I mean, that's what you do in life. And I just got on the new system for tennis. You know how to run a tournament and calling three or four people and I'm glad they did it for before me because I got all the ins and outs and I actually did pretty well. I didn't, I don't think I missed too much. So, uh, but you know, it used to be that January tournament and it was like, <laughs> a January was the first one out of the gate. I'm glad I wasn't the first January, you know, so, but Zoom calling, you know, I think it's helped uh, tremendously with uh, our restaurants and, and getting things done a little bit with the QR codes. Um, it's made the food industry a little bit easier, believe it or not, or you can get in line, I think, instead of, so it's uh, just like in tennis, I think we've had to use technology a little differently. And, so, uh, and it's a lot of virtual teaching going on right now in tennis. Uh, I'm actually trying to get involved in one right now to see if I can start a fitness, a wellness with the spa and fitness and tennis or pickleball to store, uh, start a locals thing like that. So, yeah. you know, what comes out of good, a bag comes out of good. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I certainly appreciate sort of being nudged forward with technology. I can look at you guys, we can talk, even though y'all are a couple hours away. And, um, you know, to, to bring it all back to something you said earlier, Travis and Tanner, you mentioned it too, is, you know, sort of loving the battle. And um, I think, Travis, you said it really well in your professional life that you had to sort of pivot. You had to dig dig deep and, and make some changes and do some things differently than they had been done before. And that was all kind of thrown at you. Um, and you you adjust and you you strip beds. <laughs> um, you know, but but Tanner taking it, you know, to you choosing to be a student athlete, choosing that harder path that 
you're gonna your time management is different you know the what you eat um you know your nutrition and hydration is different and you know so choosing that path is is choosing choosing excuse me um a, a harder one you kind of have to love the struggle you have to love the battle um so i i just commend you both i mean your journeys are are just so interesting to the rest of us and and you both are, are working so hard and contributing and um i just i just want to thank you for your time and thank you for sharing with us uh you know what what the last year's been like what the journeys have been like and and tanner uh, with you going forward, um, starting your college career, I, I just wish you all the best. And I look forward to um, catching up with you at, at another time in the future. And we can uh, we can check back in <laughs> on how things are going. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for, for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> all righty. I will talk to you all soon. Thank you so much. Go Panthers. Go Panthers. <laughs> 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 <laughs>